Welcome to Becoming Church, the podcast where we discuss how the message and movement of Jesus is not just about becoming Christians, but about becoming the church. I'm your host, Kristen Mockler-Young, and I'm so glad you are joining the conversation. Welcome back to Becoming Church, the summer staff series. This summer, I'm chatting with some of my favorite people and maybe some people that I just put up with, like Sean Calderon. Hello. <laughs> no, you love me. <laughs> I absolutely yeah. love you. We were just, we couldn't get this episode started because we were just messing with each other and laughing. <laughs> oh, yes. I am going to be uncontrollable. This. <laughs> well, buckle episode. up, friends. Buckle up. It's going to be a good one. So, Shawnee boy, I don't even know what to call you. I never call you just Sean. Yeah. I, I feel like Sean is the name I get the least, yes. honestly. <laughs> I call you Shawnee boy. We jokingly call you production guy. Oh my God. All the time. But ba- pretty much only when something doesn't work. Yeah. Poppy. <laughs> yeah. All the things, dude. <laughs> all the things. Well, we want people to get to know you a little bit. So if people come to Mosaic, they know that you lead worship and maybe that's it. So yeah. what is your actual role at Mosaic? So I am the worship and well, it actually changed. It changed um, in the middle of me being at Mosaic. Hi. At first it was, well, I noticed it changed. I don't know if anybody else knew this, but at first on the website, it said, um, it said worship and production director. And then somewhere along the past year and a half, it became worship and production pastor. Um, and I'm fine with that because I, I think I like, I think I took it like a pastoral role regardless. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I did that. You did that? Yeah, right, because right. weren't you? So it was one yeah, of those funny yeah. things where you came in and we were like, oh, he'll be the director. But then you had been a pastor at the church you came from. Yeah. And right? before that. Too, and yeah. before that. So I was like, well, I don't want to rob him of this. I don't care. I know you don't care, but still, <laughs> it's a big deal. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, I guess the way that I look at it is like you, like whether you have the title and it took me a while to like come to this realization, but I think whether you have the title or not the way that you treat people is really a definition of whether or not you're, you know, pastoring people. And, you know, you know, who knows in a couple of years, maybe I'm not in this role, but I think the way that just I'm created, I can't help but to care for people. And so like, that's just going to be, you know, whether I have the title or not in front of my name, like I'm still going to you know, operate the same. Well, and honestly, I think that's why it changed on the website. Cause it wasn't just a conversation of like, do we just give this to him because he had it before, but we actually saw you live this out. Like we've seen how you care for your teams and take care of your people and you do actually pastor people. So I was like, I'm going to change this. <laughs> We're going to give that to him. So Shawnee boy, how long have you been at Mosaic? Oh man, I've been in Mosaic. Well, I don't, there's the time where I was like only on zoom count uh not really not right? really especially yeah. because you just kept making it longer and longer and <laughs> that, that, that doesn't count all right all right so for context for context um i i accepted the job on december 31st 2020 in the middle of i was no i was well yes Lockdown, in the middle of, COVID, yes, all, of, that. all yeah. of the things but i specifically remember i came back from i kind of did like a day trip into New York city, mm-hmm. went to a couple of museums. And then on my way back, I called uh, Mike Smith and I was like, Hey, I'm going to take it like all in. Um, and then I was working remotely uh, for like a month 
or mm-hmm. two. It was like a month or two or mm-hmm. something. From like New that. Jersey? From from New Jersey. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> yes, unfortunately. Yeah, from New Jersey. Um, regrettably. Uh, from New Jersey. Uh, worked there for, you know, worked for Mosaic for like a month or two. Um, and then I actually moved to Charlotte. When was it? Uh, February. Yes, February 4th. And my first day was February 5th, <laughs> 20. 21 and then I live with Mike for a, for a month you so did. so what is that like a year and a half a year and a half yeah yeah crazy it feels like it's been a lot longer it does <laughs> whoa hey chill <laughs> people are gonna pick up that we have very much like a brother yeah yeah relationship. All, totally so it's all good it's all good guys all right so how did you I know that you found mosaic really because of the job opening yes but is there any other way? Like, what was it about Mosaic that you were like, oh, I want to apply here? Or were oh. you literally like, I'm going to apply anywhere? Well, I applied to a lot of places. You did. I'm not going to lie. Um, but one of the things that I would always look at when I was applying to a new place was uh, like the staff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would always go to the staff to kind of see like, uh, not just like the diversity, of course, but also like who is on staff, like the kind of people on staff, you know, what's the age range? Like, will I fit into that kind of like system? Um, and there were a lot of, you know, ministries and a lot of churches that only had, you know, much older, uh, white men on their staff, which I'm, I mean, in some contexts, that's not wrong. You know, I'm not going to sh- shoot that down, but, um, but also like, how do I fit into that context being a young, uh, Hispanic guy, you yeah. know, um, really early into ministry and stuff. And so, um, found, found Mosaic noticed that it was very diverse and not just in like age, but also, cause you have people like Mike, uh-huh. <laughs> which, uh, I sometimes I love Mike. Um, uh, but he's kind of like a resident old guy. He's our token. Uh, yeah, older white yeah. Guy. He's yeah. our token older white guy. I love you, Mike. And so when you hear this, just know, I love you yeah. very dearly. Um, but you have people like Mike, but then you have people like Naeem, who is, you know, used to be Muslim and um, obviously not white. Mm-hmm. And then you mm-hmm. and then Ashley and then, you know, at the time, Dominique. And ben- yeah. so it yeah. was just kind of like a mix of a number of different things. And I'm like, that seems like a really fun place to work. And I think I would feel very at home if I was there. And did that pan out for you? No, not at <laughs> all. Actually, I made the greatest mistake of my life. No, yeah. (laughs) No, no. Uh, Yes, it did. I like, I am so in love with Mosaic. And I don't think that I've experienced a church home quite like it in a very long time, if not ever, Mm. you know. Um, And so I'm really grateful for not just the staff, but also the community, like, you know, people outside of staff have treated me like family. And uh, it's just been really, like, heartwarming, honestly. That's awesome. How would you explain for people that are listening that have never been to Mosaic? Like, what's the vibe? Give like 10 words or less. Oh man, that's a, that's a hard question. <laughs> I So for context, yeah, Kristen sent me some of these questions beforehand <laughs> and I like skimmed them and I could not come up with like an answer for this one, actually. Just give me some words. It doesn't have to be like a. It's youthful. Yeah, it's youthful. It's, it's relaxed. It's fun. Um, it's, uh, very caring, but also like tight. 
Yeah. I think very tight. Yeah. That's the word. Yeah. Yes. You know, what's funny is it is tight without being exclusive or right. That's the word. Like, I feel like everybody belongs and it's super close, but it's not like you can't come in. Like everybody's close, but there's always room. Like there's always somebody pulling out a chair. You can always fit in the tightness. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's tight. Yeah. That's a good word. Yes. Tight, 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 tight. tight. (laughs) All right. So what is something that people might be surprised about being in ministry? Like something that people would be like, what? That's a thing. Um, oh man. Uh, I guess like that, well, for some people like are like we're just I feel like we're just like normal people yeah honestly like I yeah I'm just a normal dude mm-hmm. <laughs> I do normal dude things right. <laughs> like I like movies and sometimes I play video games with my friends and um like I go out with drinks with you know my friends and stuff with Jeff shout out to Jeff I know you're listening <laughs> I love you both yeah I love you buddy um and Andrew and you know some of my pals from Mosaic and stuff but just regular people. And I think, you know, being in ministry, sometimes there's a stigma behind it. Like yeah. you're, you have to be like holier than thou or like, you know, and there is a responsibility to it, of course, like, I'm not gonna, you know, deny that, but at the same time, like we are normal people mm-hmm. who are trying to model a certain, I guess, way of life for others. And honestly, just kind of, uh, figure that out for ourselves too along the way. Yeah. Well, and I think I love that you said, like, I'm just a person. Like, I think that all the time I'm like, I'm just a human. Like I literally am just a human, like everybody oh, else. Yeah, you're totally human. <laughs> <laughs> but I think people not only, like you said, think it's this like holier than now, but also like we're untouchable. Like oh, yeah. the stuff that they say doesn't touch us. Yeah. Like when God called us into ministry, there was no magic bubble of like now all of the mean and hateful things that people say oh, yeah. will just fall off of you because yeah, you're confident in Christ. Like I am confident in Christ. And also when you're mean, it sucks. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> for sure. All right. What is your favorite thing about God? Oh, yes. I, oh, go. Yeah, I go. love this one. All right. So this is something that like, for it's been a couple of years since like this has been like my top thing actually, okay. but it's his omnipresence. So for those of you guys who don't know what that means, that just it's like a fancy way of saying that like he's everywhere at all times, you know, at every moment. Mm-hmm. But there's something about like that concept of God being literally everywhere at any moment that I love so much because I think honestly, it's funny. I have experienced God the least in church and more in like normal spaces, like the car, like my car. Like okay. I've experienced God more times listening to music on a road trip in the passenger seat, like just feeling like he's in the passenger seat, which is a really yeah. like interesting picture um, or on a park bench or in my living room, like just in my living room in the quietness of having breakfast or coffee or a tea in the morning, he's there. And I love that about him because that doesn't mean that I have to like wait till Sunday or go to a specific place to meet with him, but he's there actually there is a story that I was thinking about. Yes, there's a story. Yes. So when was this? This was back in, mm, uh, this was 2015. So this is a while ago, right? So this is 2015. um, And I was like, like in kind of like a rough time with my faith in in a way. And I was kind of trying to like dive back into it. Um, But anyway, 
in the process of like trying to figure out who God was and, you know, where my relationship was with him at the time. Um, I often title that season of my life, the springtime of my faith, because it felt like things came to color and yeah, like think like things started to bloom. Like it really, like, it felt like that, but my fondest memory of kind of like this idea of omnipresence or that he's everywhere was that there were moments where I would be riding the bus right in New York, public transportation, like people cursing at each other, like yelling, like, Oh, bus driver, you're late. Like whatever, like all sorts of things. But I'm there sitting, you know, on the bus cheesing, like from cheek, like from ear to ear, smiling, because it literally felt like, you know, Jesus was there next to me on the bus every single day, like while I would read or listen to music. And um, that's when like that idea that, wow, like there is this person, he's not just a character in a story that was written forever ago but like he's a real life person that sits with you on the bus or in the car or in your living room and your whole mood changes like it, it was incredible to experience that and so sometimes I go back to kind of like that recollection of that springtime and I'm like wow you were like some of my best moments with you honestly were probably in the most like unlikely of places, yeah, right? Because most people think, oh, it's church or right. it's like in this like holy place. Like, no, like it was in a dirty New York City <laughs> bus on my way to school, um, community college, mm-hmm. while there's all of this stuff going on, like all this chaos. And they're in the middle of a very unlikely place. God's right there. That's so and, cool. Yeah. It just felt like we were buddies. Now for the people, I very much understand what you're saying. My mm-hmm. favorite time to like find Jesus or God or both. And, you know, is in like the weirdest of spots. Oh yes. Um, my favorite place to find Jesus is in animated movies, but that's a conversation <laughs> for another day. <laughs> but for somebody who's like, wait, what Jesus was sitting on the bus with you. What does that mean? Like, how, how do you know that God is in your living room when you're having coffee? Like for you, how do you know? Does it feel like something? Does it change your mood? Like Um, so it's, in a way, it almost depends. I feel like it, you know, his part is, I mean, he, he does like the 90%, I feel Mm -hmm. like, right. Um, and then there's, you know, a part of it that we also have to present press into when it comes to that. But, um, the reality is like, he is everywhere at all times. Um, I'm not just, it's really me, right? Like, I'm not always listening or I'm not always aware. Um, And there is definitely a mood shift whenever I like bring myself to that awareness. Like, wait, take a moment. He's here right now. And that alone will be like enough. Like even just now, really weird. But like, it was like, took a little pause. He's here right now. And then there's this black chair that I wish you guys can see kind of like this empty room, but there's this black chair. And I'm like, I can only imagine that he's probably there, like sitting right there. Right. Um, uh, but yeah, it's a, it's just bringing, I think bringing yourself to that small awareness, like he's actually everywhere. So like, where are you? Right. And I think bringing yourself to that awareness and even just asking the question, like, Hey, where are you right now? Um, is huge because again, he does the 90%. He has, he does the heavy lifting. He does like, he just is always there and shows up but we have to actually like want to know where he is and be aware of that too. 
I love that. I turned and looked at the chair and now I want to like pull it up to the <laughs> table with us. <laughs> come on, Jesus, come sit with us. I love that you said, and you said this more than once, you have to, it's an awareness that yeah. you have to stop and you have to pause. And that's a verb and it's an action because I do think it's a practice. Like God is always there, but it's up to us to see it. It's up to us to go, okay, like I'm going to open my eyes to mm-hmm. whatever he wants to show me in this moment. Yeah. And so I think sometimes people expect either like an audible voice or like something weird to happen. And it literally is just practicing. Ask exactly like you said, the more, and the more that you do it, I think the more that we see him in the everyday or, you know, tiny little moments. That's awesome. All right. I want to turn the corner. I want to switch over to quick fire questions. Let's go. Let's go. This can be silly, serious, whatever pops your head. Something that you love. Tell me something you love. Oh, I hate musicals. No, I, <laughs> no, I, uh, uh, I love to not like musicals. No, I'm just kidding. Oh uh, here we go again. Um, I love animals. I love cat. Well, no, uh, uh, I love cats and dogs. Okay. Oh my gosh. I'm a sucker for dogs. I'm a sucker for, oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love one of my favorite things is being in public with you when there's dogs because oh, forget about it, yeah. you'll disappear and that's I'm like, where's your oh, he's over here oh like gosh. baby talking this puppy. <laughs> I will like roll on the bare floor and I've done it before, like yep. just at Optimus Hall. I remember oh that gosh. time we had our meetings like, yes. and there was a dog and I'm like on the floor. I have at so Optimus. many videos of you on my phone <laughs> of just like you <laughs> and different dogs like out in public. <laughs> just be like your Charlotte pet, like, mm-hmm. you know person pet person yeah you're gonna be the charlotte pet person yeah, yeah. Charlotte <laughs> pet person. i won't take care of your dogs not all of no, them no, no. but like i'll just i'll be there to pet them and talk to them yeah yeah also let's rewind a second the fact that you are our yes music guy and you hate musicals oh my gosh i can't stand them what in the world yeah so uh i just when i watch a movie like i want to feel you know, like the emotion behind the actors. And I can't the like, they're, so they're in better. the middle of a grocery <laughs> store and then they start singing and like, I just get totally, but then you I, get the passion for no, those Brussels sprouts. Because I you don't, feel it. I don't, I don't. I'm like, I've never wanted to sing about peaches in my life or Brussels sprouts or asparagus. Like they're good, but oh not that good to sing about it. But anyway, musical so much that still blows my mind that like, you can find so much emotion in music but not musicals. Oh yeah, I can't. Where the music is no. written to enhance the emotion. Of. <laughs> <laughs> no shot. All right, what is something that, I wanna ask you something that you hate because musicals, what is something that you're scared of? Oh, something I'm scared of. Um, let's see, I am not a fan of bugs. Okay. I don't like bugs okay. at all. Um, I'll take care of them and I will kill them, but they just make me nervous. Yeah. Yeah. How about heights? How do you feel about heights? I do. I hate heights. <laughs> I've learned to not actually like heights because, um, well, part of my job has been to kind of like replace lighting fixtures and all that kind of stuff. Production like, guy. Yeah. Yes. Pro- like production stuff. Right. And a lot of these lights are like, what, like 20 feet up in the air or something like that. I'm very bad like, at math, but they're very high. Yeah. Like we have to rent a lift to get up that high, first of all. And that, yeah, I just learned that it was a new discovery for me. So like all sorts of new things I'm learning about myself. I learned that, Hey, I'm not such a huge (laughs) fan of heights, but I love going on planes. So that's different. That's, I think that's different. Yeah. Like how about roller coasters? I love it. 
Okay. So different kind of, I think it's you're contained. Yeah. Like I'm contained. Yeah. You're not like about to fall off a ladder. Right. Yeah. Different. Okay. What's something that people don't know about you? Oh, something that people don't know about me is that I never like, I didn't go to school for music. That's always something that surprises people. Yes, because you were going to be a math teacher. I was, yeah, I was was for a little bit actually. Okay. Yeah, middle school math. I thought I would Ugh. hate it, but I really like middle schoolers. They're at that like weird state, not weird, but they're like at that interesting stage mm-hmm. where they don't really care about like how they're seen. They'll say anything, and so you kind of like. I feel like high schoolers they care a little bit more and they're a little bit more judgy, yeah. but. Um, middle schoolers were a lot of fun to teach math. And then they always used to call me like Mr. C or whatever, no. or Mr. Calderon. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, I feel so good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't go to school for music. Um, I know very little music theory. Like mm-hmm. I, I played clarinet for nine years. So like, I know music theory. Um, but in regards to like guitar and all that kind of stuff, like I'm not a formally trained vocalist. Like yeah. I've taken some vocal lessons and stuff, but I mean, I am the bare, <laughs> it's very interesting. Like it will, even this whole thing is like, I feel like as a testimony too, like to, okay, like there is the most unlikely of persons that didn't go to school for music, doesn't have like all that much formal training, you know, musically or vocally or whatever. And he's leading worship for hundreds of people, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, even that I'm like, wow, like God, you can really take, you know, very little and you know, turn it a lot for, you know, for what you want. Yeah, for sure. So, so how did you go from seventh grade math teacher to worship? Um, well, seventh grade math teacher was more of like me running away from something that I felt like, yeah, it was me running. Yeah. So I felt I, I knew a moment there. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Actually. Cause I, I, so I, am from New York and I went all the way down to Texas to do the math thing. And then eventually had to go back to New York to kind of like finish, you know, ministry school in Nyack and all that okay. kind of stuff. Okay. Okay. Oh, interesting. Yeah. All right. All right. So that was something surprising about you. Spill some tea. Okay. What's well, something surprising about somebody else on staff? Oh man. Somebody else on staff. Um, hmm. Hmm. What shall we say? I gave you this question in advance. I know. <laughs> I skimmed the email. I'm sorry, Vinny. At least you finally opened it for once. Yeah, I opened the email. Um, let's see. Uh, I think the T is... The T is that often, like, if I'm away on trips with you guys, mm-hmm. like, I'm, <laughs> I'm only there to drive. No! <laughs> When we went to Florida a couple of weeks ago, like a couple of months ago, yeah. I like I just came to the realization that I was probably invited so that I can drive both you and I to this mm-hmm. thing. But it was fun. Like Listen, I like I, I love I driving. To drive. Oh, I know. I like liked it. I also it. wanted you to be there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you did. Yeah. <laughs> <Naeem wanted laughs> I love you, Naeem. <laughs> no, that is Naeem. People probably don't know when he travels. If he goes somewhere in driving distance, he really likes to take somebody with him. Yeah. Because he likes to prepare and all the things and not and, think about driving and not think about driving it's fun i mean i like to drive so yeah. i didn't mind it i'll it's do it again fun. good because yeah. i'm sure we'll have more trips yes let's go yeah. i need you i need you to come with me we had so much fun <laughs> yeah and i like make great time oh i get that we get there on time Listen, and before time i talked to god a lot on that trip i was like please be in this backseat with me because hey! I'm <laughs> 
All right. Um, what is your favorite color? Uh, navy blue. Favorite snack? Whoa, let's see. Um, I like me some strawberries. No, blueberries. Oh my gosh. I eat packs <laughs> of that. I eat packs of blue. Like I will go grocery shop, shopping. Like, this is the real me coming out right now, right? I will go to the grocery store. I'll get stuff for the week, right? Because I like the meal prep, all sorts of things, right? I get chicken, asparagus, whatever. And I'll get blueberries because, you know, here they're usually, I didn't, you know, they're more expensive in New York, but here they're much cheaper. And so I'll get packs, right? Like two packs by the end of like two days, mm -hmm. they're gone. <laughs> if not the same day. And I will text the staff. I'm like, I did it again. <laughs> like, like, like what? It, that's Britney Spears. Like, oops, I did yep. it again. Right. Yeah. Yes, yeah, like, music, guys. yeah. 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 <laughs> let's go. Right. Um, I'll, like I've texted you guys. Mm -hmm. I'm like, guys, I did it again. I just binge ate two full packs of blueberries. Like, <laughs> eventually i feel like i'm gonna turn into that little girl from willy, willy wonka. wonka yeah yes, just like a are. big blueberry mm -hmm. on sunday you are oh my gosh i wish that you guys i wish this was like video recorded because this is exactly what i one of the things i love about you so much sean just got so animated like there was like sparkle in his eyes and his hands were going we can be in conversation about i don't know whatever i love having meetings with you like i think our production, creative, series planning. Those are my, some of my favorite meetings. Um, number one, y'all just cause shenanigans if I'm not there. So I have to be yes, there yes, to really definitely. get this in, but we will be in conversation or planning something. And it can be something you're super excited about like blueberries, or it can be something that you're like, like passionately angry about like, <laughs> like a TikTok or something. And you get so <laughs> animated and it just makes me giggle every single time. I love that. Don't ever change. Oh my gosh. All right. What's a song you're listening to right now? Oh, um, actually there's one, uh, I was listening to the car. I posted it on my story yesterday. Um, it's called you and I by King's Kaleidoscope. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's just a really Which great is your song. Favorite band? It's my right? favorite yeah. <laughs> band, favorite band. I love them so much. I actually shout out to Justin Southerd, uh, who plays bass and electric for us, um, at mosaic. He got me a signed, uh, pick guard, like an electric guitar pick guard signed by all the members of the band. And because I, I missed their concert most recently in Charlotte, but um, he actually worked with them. And so he got me this sign thing. And so it was a great gift. It's amazing. Yeah. But you and I by King's Kaleidoscope, it just talks about um, the relationship that he has with God and stuff. And it's all like real music. Like, obviously, like it's, you know, faith based music, but it is in such a real, raw, relatable way that that's why I like it. Cause it's not like stuff that you hear on Caleb or whatever. Right, 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 right. No shade. Right. But, but no, shade, shade. Caleb. no shade. No shade. We just won't tag them. It's okay. Yeah. They'll never know. Yeah. They'll never know. Um, what's something you're reading right now? Um, something I'm rereading okay. uh, is a book that I go back to actually every once in a while. It's called Abba's Child by Brennan Manning. Okay. Um, I read it first in, <clears throat> I read it first in college, but every once in a while, I'll go back to it just because I think it's a good reminder of um, like, how do we allow ourselves to be loved like a child? You know, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, we all have our trauma that stems from, you know, anywhere from recent stuff to childhood stuff. And sometimes the childhood stuff gets in the way of us actually being love like a child. And that's really, I think God's desire for us is for him to love us like a child. Mm. Right. And, um, uh, 
uh, they're just moments where I feel like I need that reminder, like, yeah. okay, Sean, like you've had to be a grown up for a year and a half, yeah. right? Uh, now, what does it look like for God to love you like a kid? Like, what does it look like for God to love Shanita? Right. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're <making me> <laughs> well, and I was going to actually bring this around at the end, but this is the perfect transition. So I will just tell you now, one of my favorite things about you. And one of the reasons I love having you on staff is like you said earlier, like you're, you're younger than the rest of us, even though thank you for always including me and yes. also being a millennial. Yes, with you. <laughs> of course. But your, <clears throat> I, I was going to say innocence, like, I think that you have an innocence and a, and a purity when it comes to your relationship with God that shows in how you lead worship. It shows in conversation. And it is one of my absolute favorite things about having you on staff because we can have conversations and you are never afraid to say like, Hey, this is really hard or I'm having a really hard time. And everybody has these seasons, right? But you are always able to bring it back around even if it's not exactly in the moment to exactly that, like I am who I am because of him and he is here and God is always good. And in the midst of so much stuff, like you have gone through so many things that a lot of people may not even be aware of in the last year, year and a half, year and a half. Yeah. And not once ever have I seen you get up on that stage and like fake it till you make it or have negative energy come out of you, or like even somehow in the midst of the hardest seasons, you get up there with a purity and an innocence and you just lead people so well, because it is so apparent, like in just how much you love him and you know that you're loved by him. So thank you. I'm so glad that you're here. <laughs> I wanted you to know that. All right. One more question. We'll end on good vibes here. Aww. Funniest person on staff. Oh, Kristen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course. I was gonna say my name. Yes. I mean, have you not gone there? No. What? Name flat out was like, you can ask every and nobody's gonna say you. Oh yeah, like, yeah. In your you. face, buddy. <laughs> it's Kristen all day, every day. She makes me laugh more than yes. anyone else. Yes. yes. Thank you. All right. Is there one more thing? That was a question I answered the quickest, too. I know it was out of all That's the fine. questions. Yes. <laughs> That's my favorite. Okay. Um, is there one thing that you want people to know? Anything. Uh, about anything. About anything in the world. Oh my gosh. Um, celery. If you eat celery, it takes more calories for you to digest <laughs> it than it, does, than it gives you. That's that the true. one thing. Um, no, it's. Unless uh, you eat it with peanut butter and then I feel like those calories. Oh yeah. No, no, no. Of course. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 I counterbalance. Sure. Yeah. Of course. Um, no, that's not the thing. But hey, like if you didn't know, now you know. Now right you know. now, you know, um, one thing that I want people to know is um, uh, God loves, uh, God loves you a lot. Um, and he loves you before you knew him. He loves you before you know him. Um, and that's the whole story that uh, that's a whole story of the Bible. That's a whole story of our faith, honestly, is you have this God who um is always chasing us and has always chased humanity to bring us back into his family. Right. And, um, and I know there are a lot of people on different kinds of journeys and some people who are struggling to believe, but the reality is that God is 
chasing you down. Um, and sometimes it just takes a little bit of awareness to see like, okay, where are you? Like, what are you doing? What have you done to like really chase after me? So, mm, yeah. That's so good. Well, and I think to know too. Also, I have a song coming out soon oh on Spotify. God. Yes. I almost forgot about that. It's coming out soon. It's coming out soon. Yes. <laughs> maybe we'll link it up in the show notes if yes, it's out by maybe. the time this episode drops. It'll be out in like two weeks. So What's it know. called? Um, I haven't even landed on the title yet. Oh, yeah. Can you please title it like Kristen's the funniest at Mosaic? No, it won't be. That. Oh, dang it. I okay. wish, I wish. <laughs> maybe I should write a song. Colin, uh, <gasps> write a song. Write a song. Yeah. Well, I did. And it's coming out. No, about me being about funny. you being funny. Yeah, yeah, maybe that. it's not narcissistic at all. <laughs> Actually, I played it for morning breath a couple of while, a while ago. And people freaking lost their minds. Yeah. They loved it. Yeah. So this one is like mastered and mixed and like, it sounds really good. So, I just heard the final like version of it last yeah. night and I'm so excited. Were you like, that's me. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. Soon <laughs> I'll be able to look up my name, Sean Renee on Spotify that's and I'll so show cool. up. Yeah. I'm so excited. That's awesome. It's only the beginning for you. It's only the beginning. Yeah. I have it's more to go. Yeah. All right, friends. Well, thank you so much for being here. Um, subscribe. If this is the first time you're listening to the podcast, we'd love for you to go and subscribe or follow depending on what platform you're using. Do it. Also, especially for those of you that we shouted out by name, it would be really helpful if you could leave us a review. Mm. It just takes a second, hit those stars, you know, preferably all five of them. Let us know why you like the podcast. Yeah, you can like hit the, just hit all five stars. Be like this. I hated this episode. Five stars. <laughs> Actually true. Yes. Hey, and maybe we'll even read some. If you write a good review, we'll, we'll read it in an upcoming episode. But thanks for being here. Make sure you share this. And hey, follow Sean on Spotify. Yes, soon. Yeah, soon. Uh, yeah, soon. Follow <laughs> me soon. Bye. Bye, y'all.